0: Ready to go. Morning
1: drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silter Har Mazda, a no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda live from the Sasquatch Casino and wildcard Casino sports desk. Here's Eric and Bruce.
2: Welcome back. Morning drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. At mylisports.com. You can reach us roller auctions, Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman a week from tomorrow auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, uh, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. There is a new promotion at Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos in Blackhawk. They are giving away Mustang RTR or nearly $28,000 in cash the weekend of Friday, March 8th. Get on up there. See how you can win. Check out their sportsbook. Really loose slots. Great food. Sasquatch and Wildcard, a family-owned casino that treats you like family. Time now for the lead.
1: The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park.
2: Broncos fans certainly had a keen interest in yesterday's game. I thought that quite possibly the city of Denver could break Twitter with <laughs> how's Penix doing? How's J.J. McCarthy doing? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen with Jim Harbaugh? Because now, apparently, he definitely really wants to go to the NFL and where are the two potential landing spots that he has been rumored to go? Vegas Pot- and L.A. You got it. Yep. So, a lot of Broncos implications with last night's game. Let's start it off with Penix and McCarthy. I think you and I both agree McCarthy's a nice college quarterback. I don't know how he's going to be as a pro. I'm not dying to have him. Not, that doesn't do much for me. As for Penix, he certainly has a lot of talent, but I'm not going to judge him on his game last night. I'm not going to judge him on his game against Texas. I'll judge him on the two years that he was healthy. Sure. And he was pretty darn good. But this is the thing that does concern me a little bit. Something Kirk Herbstreit said after the game. He said, you know, guys are entitled to have bad games. Guys do have bad games. He said, but what concerns me about Penix last night was He looked confused by Michigan's defense. We have seen too many quarterbacks over the last X number of years since Peyton Manning has retired, guys who do not have fast processors. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's a concern. Um, I'm not going to say he was a fish out of water, but he missed a lot of stuff. He sure did. Last night, a lot of stuff. Um, Number
2: 73 didn't help him out either.
3: No. His right tackle. Oh, Oh my God. What a bad day he had. He had a
0: kid, too.
4: What? He went to Valor, uh, Rosengarten. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: tough tough
2: night. Listen. Tough night. I'm sure he's a great kid. I hope he goes pro. Well, well, he's a damn good football player. He's
3: he's playing at Washington on scholarship. That's a
2: good football player. But but Valor still has. Mm -hmm. They have him. But Valor also has Christian McCaffrey and the guy who... Won the, won the U.S. Open. Right. Yeah, you
3: was do have the U.S. That. Open. Yeah, Wyndham Clark. Yeah, Wyndham Clark.
4: Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. So,
3: um, yeah, and the kid that was the starting center for uh, Michigan was uh, Highland Park's guy or uh, Highlands, Highland's Ranch. Highland's Ranch. Yeah, Highland Park. Where am I in
2: Chicago? Uh, don't, don't you kind of wonder why these guys didn't go to Colorado? Well, I mean, that's a fair question. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. It,
3: it is another topic, yeah. And and it's a source of, with some, that's a that's one degree of consternation that is that they have with Deion Sanders, is, not, much of an apparent willingness
2: or desire to cultivate anything locally. Which I get here. Just for, get just for fun, we'll role play. I'll be a brand new head coach, okay. at a school. And you be a media guy. We'll call you Bruce. Okay. And ask me my thoughts on local recruiting. Go
3: ahead. Hey,
2: we feel like Colorado is a fairly rich recruiting ground. How active do you expect to be in recruiting your home state? Well, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to put a fence around this state. Huh. Wow. That's my favorite line. We're going to put a fence <laughs> around this state. Well, g- Good. There are some programs that always win locally
3: and some programs that don't even try. Just kind of how it works. Right. Colorado has good high school football.
2: There there are some good players, yeah. but if we're being completely honest. It's not honest, great no. by no. any stretch, but it's pretty damn good. I mean, if we're being completely honest outside of your Christian McCaffrey's, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, it's pretty good. That's tough to get outside of him. It is my understanding when he uh, talked to Colorado, they wanted to make him a defensive back. Yes. I've heard that as well. So with that, you could make the case that the 50th best player in Florida is better than the second best player in Colorado. Generally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. You can. You can. Yeah. Right. I I would, I wouldn't disagree with that. But when you have an opportunity to drive right down the road to go see a kid, Mm mm-hmm. Instead of hopping on a flight? I, I'm with you. Why don't you just make the trip?
3: I, I think anything that you can do to ingratiate yourself with with
2: Colorado coaches. Yes. It can only help you. Right. Right?
3: Yep. I, that That's my
2: feeling. Because but- you never know when Lindale White's going to be available. Mm-hmm, right. Exactly. Or Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Or somebody else like that. So how does it make you feel? If you're Broncos country, watching Penix, thinking, okay, the Broncos should draft this guy. And now you watch him last night and you're thinking, I know what he's done, but man, when he finally went up against a good defense, Texas really wasn't that great, specifically in the secondary. If we're being completely honest, Pac-12 football is not known for great defenses. Nope. You wonder, how good can this guy be when he's carving up defenses that aren't great? There are
3: questions that remain. Most of them will
2: have to do with his physicals. I mean, think about this for a second. The Pac-12 historically never had great defenses. Is that fair to say?
3: Um, there have been some good ones. There have
2: been, yes. There but, are, but outliers. I mean,
3: but but no. Generally, as a conference, you don't think of defense
2: in the Pac-12. And so you have all of these guys putting up huge numbers at USC. Mm-hmm. And how are they doing in the pros? Matt Weiner, Todd Marinovich, list goes on and on and on. I mean, who is probably one of the best quarterbacks to ever come out of USC? Carson Palmer. Yeah. And you can make the case there are probably better quarterbacks who have come out of USC than Carson Palmer, who have put up bigger and better numbers. Oh,
3: absolutely. The number of guys coming out of USC that have crashed and burned in the NFL yes. is impressive. Right. Mark Sanchez.
2: And how about UCLA? Cade Mcnown had quite a year, didn't he? Mm. What happened to him? But I digress let's get in briefly into Jim Harbaugh um if I were him I'd want to have Justin Herbert right as my quarterback well I would I mean as my as my head coach uh, uh, yeah if if I'm looking as my justin Herbert is my quarterback yeah yeah if I'm look if I'm Jim Harbaugh
3: and I'm looking for a great position um first of all Southern California reportedly clicks a lot of boxes for his wife. And, but I would say that Justin Herbert would click the biggest box for him. I would be salivating if I had a chance to work with Justin Herbert, not to mention some of the, why aren't the chargers better defensively? Look at some of the guys they've got, right? They've got one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. They've got one of the best safeties in the NFL. I mean, they've got guys that can play, right? But
2: you know what? I'd be curious to see if he went to the Raiders. Mm. And here's why. Raiders need a quarterback. Yeah. Top three guys are going to be gone. Mm. Who do you think he'd pick? Penix or McCarthy? I have... Wouldn't that be fascinating? It wouldn't be. That would be fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. I mean, Jim Harbaugh did come out and say, J.J. McCarthy is the greatest quarterback in the history of Michigan football. And when you look at his record... That's undeniable. He has the greatest record as a quarterback, something like 32-1. and
3: Yeah, he's unreal. It would be kind of a Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray situation. Remember when Kingsbury was at Texas Tech and he made the comment about Kyler Murray, who, of course, was at the University of Oklahoma, that he would take, I think the quote was, you know, well, I'd take him in the draft. Well, then he ends up going to the Cardinals and Kyler Murray's available and he did end up picking him in the draft, um, this is a little different because you've had a guy for four years, five years. But I, my guess is that you probably wouldn't pick him, not with a first-round draft pick, anyway. Not it. Maybe thirteen. I'm I, maybe I'm wrong with that. Yeah, maybe you trade back to get him. Maybe
2: because you think he'll be available.
3: Yeah, I would think so. But I would think that if he is looking for a spot to land, L.A. Chargers, Herbert, enough of a... And I know the that the, the, the Raiders are probably maybe a little better roster,
2: but are they? You know what? It's unfortunate. Although, no, that's not fair to Sean Payton. It's not fair to Sean Payton. And that phrase doesn't come out of my mouth very often. They hired <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett one year too early. Yeah, maybe so. Because yeah. right now, Greg Penner's thinking, you have got to be kidding me. Yep. And then this guy is going to be in my division. Yeah. A guy More that, than likely. A guy they reportedly wanted. No question. Coming up after the break, had a nice conversation with Justin Simmons in the locker room yesterday. And I said to him, this team is going to be in salary cap hell, and you don't have a quarterback right now for next season. How are you feeling about next season? His answer is next.
1: Like disco lemonade. I smell sex and it here. Yeah. Who's that lounging
3: in my chair? Who's that casting?
5: like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes uh, 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 it feels like a perfect night.
1: morning drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silterhar Mazda a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda find them at sthmazda.com live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk here's Eric and Bruce Welcome back.
2: Morning drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. A week from tomorrow, there's an auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, uh, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you're looking to have a great time with the guys, with your family, with a date, Highly recommend Bounce Empire in Lafayette, 50,000 square feet. It's an inflatable amusement park. It's inside for adults, kids, and families. They're going to absolutely love it. But there's a spot for adults as well, this outstanding VIP bar and lounge, outstanding menu. Their executive chef was trained by a pair of Michelin star chefs. If you want to watch all the playoff games coming up, highly recommend you check out their sports theaters. 10 foot projector in theater style seating. This place has it all bounce empire. Go check them out in Lafayette time now for the buzz.
4: The buzz is presented by castle rock men's health and castle rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at castle rock men's health.
2: Well, when it comes to the final day of what is essentially the regular season, It's the game, but the day after is when guys clean out their lockers. And you can pretty much pick whoever you want to talk to in that locker room because everybody is available with that. Had a nice conversation with Justin Simmons. The season didn't end the way you wanted it to. Obviously not a winning record. Does this feel any differently than past years, or is it always just the same meaning we didn't accomplish what we wanted to accomplish?
0: No, I think it's – I think there's definitely a difference at least I feel a difference um, You know the same and the same in terms of how it ended um, You know, we didn't get the the winning season and obviously we didn't get the playoff berth, but so same in those and those uh, Perspectives but different because the season just felt different. Um, obviously. We had a chance there at the end and um, We controlled our own destiny and we just didn't get the job done. So um, that leaves me with a lot of, a lot of, uh, hope and excitement for, for next season. We just, we have to go harder than we did this year because, uh, obviously it wasn't enough and we fell short. I don't mean to put you on the
2: spot by asking you this question, but you know, you're a guy who understands what's going on in the building with what could happen next year. Mm-hmm. There's going to be major salary cap hit likely with Russell, six draft picks, only because of so many different trades for russell and then obviously with sean what gives you hope and promise about next year knowing there are going to be areas where this team is hamstrung to improve
0: i just think they got the right guys in the building um you know and obviously you know we'll still we'll find i'm sure upstairs and i mean that's their job and sean and all that they'll they'll find different guys to bring in that'll help this team but um and keep the guys around that you know um are a big part of the process of the improvement this year, but um, I just believe in what's going on here from front office to head coach to um, the players that are here, and I think the guys will get it done. You are a huge part of this team, huge
2: part of the community. Denver is your home, but as you get older in your career and you rack up Pro Bowls and All-Pros but the winning isn't there, how frustrating does it get for you?
0: Yeah, I guess frustrating. Um, yeah, I mean, I would trade that stuff in, you know, for a chance to fight for the Lombardi Trophy, um, you know, any day of the week. But um, like I said, that's you know one of the reasons I'm excited for next season. Um, yeah, I really believe in this group and and the direction that it's heading in and. I want to be a part of it I know you have no control over the other side of the ball we'll see what happens with Russell
2: but it looks like once again there's going to be a quarterback competition and we joke with Garrett Bowles how many guys he has blocked for with that another quarterback competition which seems to be on the horizon how does that feel because that's probably the most likely scenario
0: yeah like I said you know I don't uh, control any of those things, but yeah, I have full trust in the front office and, and Sean and um, and their vision for what they think is best for the team, and you know that'll all work itself out. So you know, my job will be to help support from a defensive perspective, uh, you know, whatever guys on that side of the ball, and then obviously the team in general. So what are you gonna do during the offseason? Just hang out with the fam. I'm excited to be a, a normal dad, take the kids to school, and um, and all that good stuff. You're excited to take the kids to school, huh? Yeah, it's a it's a little thing that I don't get to do during the season. Tuck them in at night, take them to school. So, um, yeah, that's something I'm really looking forward to doing.
3: Totally appreciate that. That's a real thing from a real guy.
0: Yep.
2: Uh,
3: there is no question. It is interesting. I, I will say this: that when you look at this gathering yesterday, collectively, and the message was fairly continuous and consistent. They feel like they're a playoff football team ready to be
2: a playoff football team. Do they truly, do you believe they truly understand what is on the horizon or are they only seeing what's in front of them? I don't know because sometimes when
3: something is so close to you, it's hard to focus on. Right. I yep. mean, so it's, it's so close to you that, you can't possibly step far enough back to get a sense for what the picture really looks like. And I respect that, but they have a great many challenges that are facing them right now, mainly
2: because of the $85 million spread over. Do youth- you think guys in the locker room actually know that? And, and I asked that because, you know, They try and probably stay away from the media as much as they can. Sports talk, radio, reading things, so on and so forth. They're concentrating game to game, Mm -hmm. you know, what they need to do to prepare. Right. But if you really sat them down and laid it all out on a piece of paper, this is what you're facing. Another quarterback competition, six draft picks, and $85 in dead cap and you're already over the cap. Do you really feel that good about making the playoffs next year? Yeah, I, that is a fair question. The way that you have, uh, the way you p- posed it, because when I was talking to Alex Singleton, he said we're making the playoffs next year, it, right? And I'm thinking, I don't think you are. Yeah, I, I, I didn't say that to him, but that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I, I look at, yeah,
3: I hear you. I don't see how you can just, and I'm not saying players are doing this. I think that if you were, if you are the most ardent of Broncos fan in Broncos country out there, I would be curious about how you would be able to balance no quarterback and no real chance at getting a quarterback that can fulfill the needs of this football team in the manner in which Sean Payton needs to have them filled because you don't have the access, short of a draft and the very unlikely possibility of finding a player in the draft, you're looking at a certain level of free agent quarterbacks
2: that are that level of free agent quarterbacks for a reason. I can understand the hope because they built on a five-win season to an Mm eight-win season. They were in the playoff hunt. I can understand from their perspective, we are getting close. But when you look at next season, they are behind three doors. Open a door, there's a path. Open a door, there's a path. Open the door, there is a path. The problem is, all three of those doors are locked. Yeah. One of the doors, quarterback for next season. <coughs> Pretty much locked. You're Mm -hmm. not going to get somebody great, at least for next season, even if it's a rookie. You are not going to get CJ Stroud. You're not going to get a player.
3: Consider this. You are not going to get a player at a quarterback position who is better than Russell Wilson at the start of next season.
2: So let's look at these doors. Path to get to the playoffs next year. One door. Great quarterback. Doors locked for next year, I believe. Right. The next door, you have tons of money to spend to bring in free agents. That door is locked. Maybe you can find a quarterback in the draft. You have six picks, no second-round pick. That door is locked. Where's the path? It's tough. It's tough. And that's not to be a, a
3: downer, but that's the reality. That's what $85 million in dead cap affecting your salary cap and what you can do with that salary cap that's reality that those are that those are the rules of engagement you can't just go out and spend money wantonly
2: and with without accountability and that's where they are right now i understand the optimism because the guys in the locker room like each other Mm -hmm. genuinely we saw that in the locker room yesterday we'll get in that in the next segment I understand all of that, and they improved. But there's a great saying. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel, or is it a train coming the other way? It's a fair. It, we, yeah. we on the outside looking in, with those three doors I just brought up, that's a train coming the other way. Mm-hmm. They see it as a light at the end of the tunnel.
3: Yeah, I, I think you're right, and I get it. I understand where they're coming from. I do believe, and and I think that this is right, I think that the second year in the
2: system, they will be better in the system. Why? Because... You're starting all over again no, because, with, a, with a new quarterback because de- who has to learn to run, run that system. You're deficient in the wide receiver room. Mm-hmm.
3: Because I think defensively... And you
2: don't have a tight end.
3: I think they'll be better defensively. I honestly feel like they'll be as good or better defensively, especially in the second season of a system with, with they're not starting from scratch. They're starting from a place they're, they're start they're They're already half halfway down the track.
2: I I Um, hate to counter you here. Well, counter me all you want. They were great defensively when they forced turnovers. Yes. Mm -hmm. How many did they force on Sunday? And they gave up 27 points to Aiden O'Connell. They were an eight and nine football team mm-hmm. with no
3: offense. Somebody's doing something right. They're not a bad defensive football team. I, I They're not bad. I know. I didn't suggest and they're I, bad. And, and, and I and I will suggest this. And I Are they a top five defense next no, year? No, I don't think they're a top five defense, but they might be a top 10 defense. They might. It, it's not out of the realm. Um but I think that they will be an improved defense because of being in a system for the second year. I'm I'm not as positive offensively, even though you would think that being in the second year of an offense should make them a better offense because we don't know the quarterback situation. Yeah, I get it. This offensive line probably minus Lloyd Cushenberry should be a more developed. Cohesive offensive line. You've got guys in the in the in the running back room. Maybe you get Javante Williams a little healthier. Maybe you're you can figure out better ways to work with 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 Jaleel a little bit more. Maybe there are ways that you can that, that you can improve in that regard. But that all centers around who's running the offense. Period. All of the hope that you have with the offense getting into a second year in the offense is hinged
2: about who's playing quarterback. I think they have talent on defense. However, allow me to point this out. These are games in which they had trouble forcing turnovers. I'll go backwards Mm -hmm. up to the top of the season. Raiders, no turnovers. They gave up 27 points. Mm -hmm. Patriots, they gave up 26 points. Lions, they gave up 42 points. Texans, they gave up 22. Uh, Let's go all the way up. They had a nice game against the Chiefs in a loss. Gave up 19. Against the Jets, 31. Bears, 28. Dolphins, 70. Commanders, 35. Yeah. These are games in which they didn't force a lot of turnovers. They were turnover dependent in order to help that offense. And when they were not forcing turnovers, they were having trouble stopping the run. Coming up after the break, that locker room yesterday following the season looked like any other, I think I can speak for you, Mm -hmm. unlike any we've ever seen. Sure. We'll tell you why next.
1: Morning drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silterhar Har Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning
2: drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Week Week for tomorrow. Auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments, motor graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com. Backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending.
1: What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rollerauction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions.
2: Okay, so yesterday we affectionately call it Garbage Bag Day in which the guys clean out their lockers after the season. It was like a scene that I have not seen in all my years covering the NFL, and that's for NFL teams. They are garbage bags, literally garbage bags. Not this year. Each player had his own really nice travel bag courtesy of the Broncos. It's my understanding. Kerry Penner uh, was the person behind all of that. Each Broncos player got a snow-capped white helmet and the guys, it felt like, were running after each other to autograph anything that could be autographed. The takeaway from that is the Broncos organization did the players right and the players really enjoyed playing with each other despite missing the playoffs a game again and not having a winning record.
3: Yeah, I I would say that from a foundational standpoint, you feel pretty damn good about things, don't you? I mean, now I'm taking all of the competitors away here. I'm just talking about foundationally, where you are with ownership, the feeling and the trust, I think, that players have in ownership. I think that there's a fair amount of that same kind of trust, maybe not quite to the degree of ownership, but with Sean Payton and his plan, there's more than one guy that we heard yesterday that were ready to sign up for a playoff team next year. And we can and we'll debate that, obviously, as time goes on, how real this is uh, of a playoff potential team with real situation at quarterback. But I think that there is a lot of positivity and belief right now. and um, And and I'm with you. That was a very unique locker room yesterday for a sendoff. Usually you get guys that are in, and it's it's quiet, it's a little more muted. Guys are getting ready to get out of there and, and get, to their, uh, get to their off season and maybe they've got some, you know, a couple of vacations planned or something like that, you know, blah, 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 blah. But this was a, first of all, I've never seen a locker room with so many damn players in it when guys are getting ready to go. There were probably 25 to 30 players in that locker room the entire afternoon. It was quite quite, quite remarkable to me. And it was very much um, a group of, yeah, it's good to be together. This is kind of what we do, and it, and it's great to be all together, even if it's just for one more time. So yeah, it was very unique along those lines. Very different. What do we have coming up on just
4: in case you missed it? Jameis Winston has taken plenty of heat for his decision to go for the touchdown at the end of the game, and this NBA star is undergoing season-ending surgery. We'll discuss next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports.
1: There's a killer on the road. His brain is squirming like a toad. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle presented by Silter Har Mazda, a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch
2: us. At mylisports.com You can reach us, Roller Auction's Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman, a week from tomorrow. There's an auction for construction and contracting equipment, including new skid steer attachments. Motor, graders, wheel loaders, truck tractors, trailers, and more get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, tomorrow's a big day over at Argonaut Wine and Liquor. It is their Santa's Done storewide sale. With that, I want to bring in my buddy Josh Robinson. He is the marketing director for Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Good morning, Josh. How are you?
5: Good, Eric. How are you doing?
2: So Santa's Done, huh? What does that mean?
5: Yeah, he's done. He's tired. He had a big December, um, so it's up to us to to bring the gifts this year. So um, we're doing our one-day sale. It's going to be 15% off all spirits, 700-milliliter uh, and larger, um, 20% off all wine, and $2 off 12 packs of beer.
2: Now, you guys always have great events, like wine tastings. You recently had one on the 6th. You have another one coming up on the 27th. For those that love great wine, and love to taste wine. What do you have coming up on the 27th?
5: Yeah, um, we'll be tasting four wines. Um, we do, uh, I don't know exactly which ones yet, but four different wines you'll get to try. Uh, they'll all be on sale. So um, not only will you get to try some awesome wine, they'll also be on a, on a sweet deal.
2: You also have a great staff that is excellent when it comes to helping people pair with wine, pair with craft beer, and spirits as well. How can your staff help people while they are standing in the store in order to do that?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Whenever someone asks me for a recommendation on wine, you know, one of the first questions I ask is, well, what are you serving, you know, for a party or for, you know, a dinner or whatever? And um, based on what you're serving, you know, we can kind of figure out what style of wine might go really well with that dish. Because some people don't realize but if you don't pair kind of the right wines with the right dish, Um, The wine and the dish can kind of fight with each other a little bit, and you're not going to get the best flavors out of both. So when you really have a good wine um, that's going to bring out the flavors in your dish, um, it just makes the experience for both items that much better.
2: So if you want to be able to do that, I'm guessing not everybody in the store has that ability. What do you do when you walk in the door to say, hey, listen, I need someone to help me pair with craft beers, so on and so forth?
5: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, whatever you're looking to pair, you know, whether it's craft beer, or wine, a or spirit, you know, ask for somebody in that department. Uh, we have several sommeliers on staff, including myself, my wine buyer, my wine manager um, and a few more. So, you know, we'll always have a sommelier on time who can take you through the wine pairings. Um, our beer buyer has been in the business for close to 30 years now. Um So he knows everything there is to know about beer. Um, So, yeah, no matter what you're serving, we can find you something awesome to pair with it.
2: A lot of different ways to find Argonaut wine and liquor. Give us the ways.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So our physical location is 760 East Colfax, Colfax between Washington and Clarkson. Online, www.argonautliquor.com. On our app in the app store and then by phone at 303-831-7788.
2: Josh, thanks so much. By the way, uh, how did you celebrate New Year's with your new bride?
5: Uh, we went up to uh, her family's place in Boulder and uh, made some sushi and, and played a little poker. It was a lot of fun.
2: What did you uh, pair with the sushi?
5: You, well, sake, of course, but also you can <laughs> do like a, a dry white, kind of like a Sauvignon Blanc or, or like an Alsatian Riesling. Um, all go really well with, you know, seafood and rice, and so therefore sushi.
2: Sounds good, Josh. Thanks. Have a great day, my friend. Thank you. You too. See you, pal. See Josh, ya. Josh from out Wine and Liquor. Time now for the final word.
1: The final word Are you ready? is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm dot Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine & Wicker. You need to see why Westward named it the best wicker store in Denver. Five years running or order online at ArgonautWicker.com.
4: Just in case you missed it, Jameis Winston has taken plenty of heat for his decision to go for the touchdown at the end of the game against the Buccaneers instead of taking a knee while in victory formation. Winston apparently went against head coach Dennis Allen's decision to take a knee, and he called it a team decision to get running back Jamal Williams a touchdown who hadn't scored all year. Shannon Sharp said yesterday, I would cut Jameis Winston today. I would not want him on my team. That's loser's mentality. Should Jameis Winston really lose his job over the victory formation touchdown against the Falcons?
2: It, it's not a great look. I don't think it's worth losing your job over. Would you want a quarterback to go rogue on you as a head coach? No. That's what he did? Yes. Is that a fireable offense? Meaning you don't want the guy... Because you're wondering, what's he going to do next? Sure. It's a fireable offense. I just don't think he should lose his job over it. That's my own
3: personal feeling. But well, I mean, he's a backup quarterback. He's going to be a free agent anyway.
2: You want him on the Broncos, knowing what he did?
3: I like the fact that he was 5-0 and
2: with, uh, under uh, Sean Payton with, in starts. I think what it says is, Jameis Winston did not have a lot of respect for Allen. I can promise you, if he came here, he's not pulling that BS with Sean Payne. I would I would say that you're right on target with that one. All
4: right, just in case you missed it, Memphis Grizzlies star John Morant will undergo season-ending surgery on his right shoulder after suffering a sublation of his right shoulder during a training session. Uh, he's expected to be fully recovered for next season. Grizzlies went six and three with Morant in the lineup, matching Memphis's win total during the 25-game suspension. He served to begin the season with no John Morant. Do the Grizzlies have any hope at making the playoffs?
3: Well, they might have hope at making the playoffs, but not being much of a factor once they do get in it. I'm going to say this. I watched his re-entry press conference. He, He said the right things. He seemed sincere. I hope that he has... A, an understanding of where he needs to be now to properly appreciate where he has gotten to in the NBA, but um, do you have
2: empathy for him over this situation. Yeah, a little bit, I do. Why? I, why just a little bit?
3: Well, I mean, uh, I, well, I don't know about a little. I, I, sh- I probably shouldn't have used that. Yes, I have some empathy.
2: Yes, some. So you've went from a little bit to some. I mean, Eric, what, what do you want? I mean, I have very little empathy, almost great, none. Good, fine. I mean, I mean, full empathy is, for me, yes, I empathize with the guy. Yeah, definitely. If I'm kind of walking the fence.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I feel like, I, I, I hate it when guys lose time to injury, right? I, I can separate why he was suspended, and I, and I will listen to that. But from a standpoint of missing time because of an injury, that's tough for anybody.
4: All right, just in case you missed it, with nine tackles on Sunday, Alex Singleton is up to 171 on the year. That's the most by a player for the Broncos since at least 1991, moving past a Michael Brooks who had 170 in 1992. He also set a new record for most, 10 tackle games in an NFL season since at least 1999. Uh, any thoughts on Singleton breaking the Broncos' single-season tackles record? He
3: has been pennies from heaven Coming since coming here from Philadelphia, where he came here really as a steal. And even with a longer-term contract, he continues to be just an absolutely great acquisition.
2: He led the Eagles in tackles yes. for two years right. in a row. And then the Eagles unceremoniously dumped
3: it. it yeah. And, and and I, there are some challenges that he still faces in coverage. I get that. A lot of middle linebackers have problems with You're coverage. You're darn right they do. But from a, from a standpoint of being in the right place at the right time and being a tackling machine, it is a pleasure
2: to have watched this guy the last two years. If you take a guy who is considered to be a great inside linebacker, and through 170 plus tackles on his resume people nationally would not stop talking about it. right and alex singleton is anonymous in nfl circles yeah
0: shouldn't
2: I mean, be you would think if you have 171 tackles you are a slam dunk first team all pro yeah what you think i yes i would did he even come close to the no, pro bowl not that i know of right right interesting That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor, just in case you missed it. Tomorrow, Santa's done store-wide sale. Again, will take place tomorrow. 20% off all wine, 15% off all liquor, $2 off all 12 packs of beer. Go check them out off of Colfax Order online at ArgonautLiquor.com or order off their app. That's going to do it for us. Gordon Alex, great job. Same with you, Bruce. There's a Broncos press conference today at noon. Sean Payton, and we believe George Payton. We believe so. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Make it the best possible day you can.
1: like